You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Small Business Made Simple, where we take the complex theories and strategies and make them simple to understand and put into action. My name is Tim Kroll. I'm a coach, consultant, speaker, and your co-host for today, and I'm excited to jump into today's topic. A leader's heart. I wanted to talk about this because I think truly I've been doing a lot of study. I asked the questions on LinkedIn and a couple of other social platforms about what does it actually mean? What does it mean to you? And as I looked at it, I found out, and I'm looking at this from a perspective that a leader's heart is truly the core of who that individual is. And out of a leader's heart is where he acts, where he makes decisions, influences every component of the entirety of that personality, the entirety of that person. And I know of several different things that we are looking at. We can say, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, and we can look at ancient texts, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So your words, your decisions, your actions all come out of your heart. And so that leads us then to inspect and say, okay, why is this so important? Why is our taking care of a heart as a leader the absolute critical component of what's going on? Because above all else, we have to guard our hearts. We have to guard our core. So the questions I have to ask myself before I jump into this is if I'm guarding it, number one. Number two, am I willing to make the change? And then number three, as Jim Rohn often says, is am I willing to work harder on myself and set my sail because the environment is going to actually push us? The environment's going to cause challenges. We're going to have storms. We're going to have heartache. We're going to have failures. And so our heart, if we know that we're taking care of our heart and we know that's the core, it's the foundation of what we've become and what we are becoming, how important is it to guard it? How important is it to know and be able to develop some of those core elements that make us who we are? Because we want to know that our decisions are right. We want to know that our conversation is good, that the words coming out of our mouth is positive, that the character that we're building is coming from the right spot. So the lessons that we're looking at is, number one, am I willing to step outside of my comfort zone and really truly inspect that? Am I willing to go into an uncomfortable region in order to be able to become more? Because we know that stepping out of comfort zone is where growth happens. Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to be a little bit awkward when we talk about emotions? Am I willing to do the hard things that are necessary to be able to grow? Because knowing things, that's easy. Planning things is easy. Implementing, man, that's the hard stuff, right? So we're going to look at a couple of different components. I'm not sure how long we're going to take on this. We're going to look at eight different topics, eight different things that should truly be and make up the components of the leader's heart. And each one of these eight truly could be an entire podcast in and of itself. And part of these things, we'll probably dive a little bit deeper in as we move through our podcasting. But the one thing that I really want to say is because I want to give this overview. I want to look at these eight core elements that make up your character and really, truly say to you as a leader, are you working on these components actively? 
Are you growing in these areas actively? Are you willing to step outside the comfort zone so that you become more than what you were past? So let's get started. Number one is commitment. How are you to taking actions? See, this is a big one for me, to be quite frank. This is a hard one for me. I love challenges. I love the short-term kind of scenario because it gives me something, a goal to be able to look at. My son and I, we've done a 60-mile road challenge uh, where we biked for 60 miles. It was a long trip. Yeah, we wanted to quit a whole bunch of times, but as we were trekking through, we made the commitment, we saw the challenge, we saw the end, we knew where we were going and we wanted to be able to get that done. We also took a three-day backpacking trip. One of the days we got a little bit long because we were planning 14 miles, we ended up doing 18 miles and around mile 12, 13, we were almost at the edge of everything and wanted to quit, wanted to give up, but we didn't. We kept going through because I personally love challenge. Where I fail and where I run into things is that I like to modify. And I've been, this has been something that's been in the last couple of weeks, people have brought to my attention. And again, looking at it truly growing, it doesn't make me comfortable. I have to get out of my comfort zone in order to be able to take a look at this and say, what is it that I'm modifying? What is it that I'm making excuses? One of my mentors said this to me, and it really struck home because of the commitment. He said, are you willing to do the next play that's on the field? And if I look deeper into that, so oftentimes in business and in our personal lives, we're looking at all of the options that could possibly be, all of the players that could possibly be on the field, all of the different components that could possibly be, and I start to modify the plays. Like I know that play would be better if I had this. I know that opportunity would be better if I had this in place. I know this would be better if I had that. You don't have that right now. So right now, what is it that you have that's available? Who are the players that are on the field? What is the play that you can run with the players that are on there? In your own life and in your business. So are you committed to following through? Again, for me personally, it's easy to take action. It's easy to move forward. It's easy to be able to say, yeah, I want to take that challenge. But then when I get down to it, man, in my own personal life, I want to modify it. I want to make it easier. I want to stay inside that comfort zone. So that's number one is commitment. Number two, motivation. Man, we could go down three, four, or five different paths on this and talk about motivation. But at the end of the day, it's why do you serve? Now, Wayne Dwyer talks about your ego and the shift. He talks about edging God out. Uh, the Servant also kind of touched on this, another book. It's the ultimate purpose is to meet the needs of others that you're leading, not the wants. Uh, Deanne Turner talks about this in Bet on Talent, talks about your purpose and the fact that it's a lifelong goal. And I could go on and on and on. Uh, start with why, another one, Simon Sinek, starts with why. Because as we look at our lives, we know that there's going to be storms. We know that there's going to be challenges. And our motivation has to come from our internal sources, not the external sources. The external sources are going to come and go. The external sources are going to be there sometimes, but they're not always going to be there. And so, for example, let me go back to that bike ride. I actually have done this twice. I did one at 75 miles, and I've done one that's a 60-mile. 75-mile one I did by myself. And for some reason, I was able to find this. I was actually in high school at the time. I was able to find the motivation to just keep pedaling, to just keep going. Put one foot in front of the other. And as Dora from Nemo says, just keep swimming. Sometimes that's what it takes. It's just being able to say, okay, what is it that I can do today? What is the next step that I can take? And going back to the motive, I'm sorry, going back to the committed part, what's that next play that's going to move that ball down across and get that first down? How are we going to continue to keep going? So one is commitment, two is motive. Three, this one I kind of use interchangeably, whether it's joyfulness or gratitude. It's kind of the same thing, but on different parts. 
See, so oftentimes we're pursuing happiness. Happiness is an emotional feeling. It's the high you get from something that you've done, something that you've achieved. Joyfulness is the contentment of being satisfied with where you're at, the contentment of what's going on. Now, does that mean that you're always going to be happy that there's negative that's going on? No. Joyfulness is truly looking at the ability to accept what is. See, so looking at, let's just compare these two things. Happiness is an emotional feeling. It's temporary. It's fleeting. You get happy because you went out with your friends. You get happy because you were able to make the success. You made the sale. That's happiness. That's a temporary feeling. Joy is an inner contentment. Through all of life's challenges, you know, this doesn't necessarily, the services, let me, let me put this, this is another concept here. Um, service does not bring happiness. Service brings joy. So when you're serving others, you're able to find that fulfillment, find that contentment, that inner contentment, right? So as we're comparing these things, gratitude goes right alongside with this because gratitude affects your mindset. And there's so much that can be said and written and has been written about gratitude. But the part or the thing that makes up your heart as a leader, one of the components you must work on is being joyful in all areas, being joyful in whatever state that you're in, being th and thankful for those things because it's constantly teaching you to become a better leader. So commitment motivation, joyfulness, or gratitude. Number four is giving. And so often I've heard this. Actually, Jim Carrey said this one statement. He says, wish everyone could do all the things that were ever available to know how empty they are. You know, it kind of goes back to some of the, it ties in with motivation, ties in with thankfulness, because as we look at this, <coughs> giving, if we stand there, and I think uh, first time I heard this was Dave Ramsey. He said, if we are not giving, then it means we're living a closed-fisted life. We're hanging on to things so hard. And the challenge with holding on to things so hard is our hands are not open. Our hands are not there to be able to have people put into our lives, to be able to provide and give us support and encouragement when we need it the most. So giving opens our hands. Giving gives us the ability to be generous with the things that have, we have been entrusted with because truly we're stewards, whether it's money, time, material things. A good leader is giving of his time. A good leader is giving of, his, of, his, of the things that he has. All right, so we've got commitment, motivation, joyfulness, or gratitude, giving. Number five is courage, courageousness. And I've talked a lot about fear, mastering fear, and you can find that on other podcasts. We've actually gone down a whole bunch of ways to be able to mastering fear. The key element of this is being able to cultivate a, a culture in your own heart of action, of choosing to act in spite of the fear, of choosing to act in spite of the anxiety that we have. Because courage translated just comes to doing and acting, flushing out that next thing. All right, so we have commitment, we have motivation, we have joyfulness, we have giving, we have courageousness. And the sixth thing, number six is education. See, knowledge is gaining information. And right now, especially in our world with social media and all of the different venues that we have, there is a plethora of information. We've got more information than we can actually consume. So we don't have, an, we don't have the ability to be able to actually ex to consume all of this stuff. So think of it this way. You've got a massive amount of information, but yet we only have so many hours in a day. Our attention is only so big. So you have to choose carefully the sources that you're using to be able to gather information. Because we can choose to allow all the positive defeat into our life, or we can choose to allow all the negative defeat into our life. We can choose to listen to all of the shenanigans and the 
lies and everything else that's going on in our world, or we can choose to sort through all of that and say, listen, I'm not going to turn that on. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to turn on Facebook. I'm not going to do all of these other things. I'm going to choose to focus on what is educating me and allowing me to grow mentally, not distracting me away from that because I've got a greater purpose. So number six is the education. And then number seven, because this ties right in, is the wisdom. Wisdom is the applied knowledge. So we have all of that knowledge that we're gaining. We're growing mentally. But now, how are you applying that knowledge? How do you practice the information that you've just been able to bring in? See, we consume all this information, and sometimes we get stuck in that consuming mode, and we don't actually implement and put plans together as far as how we're going to implement all of that knowledge. Because creating that plan based on the information is how we're able to then step into that action and using the courage that we're developing, right? Having the motive that's necessary. And number eight, I think this is probably one of my biggest ones, is called hopefulness. One of the things that makes up a leader's heart is being hopeful. A belief that there is a better tomorrow out there that we can create, that we can control, that we can have hope that the things are going to be different. And that is such a key element because if an individual that's following you can see that there is hope for the future, it brings life. In the book, Meaning to Life, Viktor Frankl talks quite a bit about how he could see when the hope left a person's eyes, they were within days of passing away because the hope gave them life. See, this is not about ignoring the bad. It's not a complete disregard for the bad. It's a mindset that we can learn that there is a better future, that there's something else that's going to become better. And whether that's something that's passed on into another legacy or somebody that comes and follows us behind or follows behind us, that hope, that building towards a future is what growth is all about. So as we look at all of these things, number one, commitment, number two, motivation, number three, joyfulness or gratitude, number four, giving, five, courage, six, educating ourselves, seven, the wisdom, the application of that education. And number eight is hopefulness. Each one of these components, I would strongly encourage you to learn how to grow in each area. How can you make these bigger in your life? How can you make your heart become stronger, to be stronger, to have a better personal life, family life, and a business life? Because those that are following you deserve to have a strong leader. And that strong leader as you develop your leadership skills, will be able to withstand the storms, will be able to set your sail to take advantage of the opportunities and the changes that are going on. So how are you today going to apply one of these things? Pick it. I don't care which one, just one. Pick one out of these eight items and grow and become stronger. So until next time, man, I appreciate you guys. I would really, truly love to hear which one you've picked. And I would love to hear which one you're actually going to grow into. So please send me an email, send me a message, comment somewhere, get in contact with me, but let me know how you're growing and how you're developing your heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. 
Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.